Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The Pope and Young Club wants to welcome you as we rally together to ensure our bow hunting opportunities for today and tomorrow. You've come to the podcast that believes in preserving, protecting, and promoting the passion for bow hunting. Join us as we strive to be the voice of today's bow hunter. This is the Pope and Young Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pope and Young Podcast. This is episode number 52. Our one-year anniversary, Dylan. I can't believe we've made it this far. I can't, I, can't believe, I can't believe it's already been a year. I mean, so, hey, for those of you who haven't listened before, thanks for being here. I'm Jason Roundsville. I've got with me, as always, Dylan Ray, and we are here to highlight a fantastic year. And, I mean, we had some amazing guests, and we had some fantastic episodes this year. We just want to take an opportunity and go through some of them. I can't believe we had some of the guests we had. Like looking at the oh. list, I'm like, I'm like, how did we ever get them to talk to us? Like, I know. <laughs> why would they want to spend an hour with us? <laughs> I know. Uh, well, I'd want to spend an hour with us. We're a lot of fun, man. Well, you said we made it a year, and I'm like, man, I don't know how we put up with each other for a year, much less these guests and the listeners put up with us for a year. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. They're, uh, they are, and that's all that matters, and it, it keeps growing. And so, once again, uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in, checking us out. Um, we're having fun doing it. hope you appreciate it and, uh, and enjoy it along the way. And, I, you know, Dylan, what do you think, man? What If you had to pick one thing of the past year, what, what's your top, top thing? What oh. highlight? Um, my highlight had to have been, um, when, and this wasn't from the podcast, but it came because of the podcast is when, uh, 
Brian Butcher and his buddies found you at convention and said, do we listen to your podcast? <laughs> and uh, I mean, that's just, I mean, anytime you hear that, you're like, really, you spend your time listening to me talk. Uh, that that's, was, that's awesome. That was cool. That was, you know, and I, those guys totally set me up on that. And, and if, if you have, if you've heard this story, I'm sorry, but this one is too good to leave alone. These guys, Brian Butcher, who just killed this, this mammoth, odd looking 300 inch white tail, non typical white tail. And I mean, it's odd. It is not, when you think of a trophy monster buck, this ain't it. Sorry, Brian. Um, but anyway, we're, I'm at a convention and I'm just visiting with somebody. And these guys, these three guys, and they were having fun, man. It's the kind of people you want to talk to. They come up, they say, Hey, are you Jason? I was like, Yeah. They're like, We listen to the podcast. And, you know, once again, that's fantastic. And I said, great. I said, you know, the other guy that's listening, he's right over there. Like I said, we got all four of you here, you know. You came to me right after that. And you're like, dude, I found somebody who listens to the podcast. I know. (laughs) It was awesome. And so I didn't know who I was talking to. I didn't realize it was, you know, Brian Butcher from the Butcher Buck at the time. And I just know it was Brian and, and his buddies. And and so anyway, we're talking and I. I don't know if they set me up or if I just inserted my foot right into my own mouth, but we're standing at the, like, what are the chances that, that I, I visit with these guys? What are the chances we just happen to be standing literally three feet from his buck? I mean, there yeah. were, I mean, there were 500 feet, lineal feet of mm, trophies around that room. We just happened to be standing by the white tails. I said, Hey guys, I said, if you had to pick any one of these, which one would you pick? Oh, you know, that Brewster buck, which is, you know, phenomenal new and world record, new world record. And Luke's just a great guy. I mean, you, you, he's just a great guy. Super nice. Very humble. Exactly who you root for to get a world record. Yeah. Um, or, or, you know, or one of these big typicals, like, you know, that Jim Williams buck. I mean, they're just, there's some yeah. trophies and they point down and cause his buck was down a little bit lower. And they and he says I'd pick that one, and I look at him I'm like, really? I said, you know how much grief that gave my measures at Pam, <laughs> and then they all started busting up. I'm like, okay, what did I miss? And they're like, this is Brian Butcher, that's his buck. I'm like, literally open mouth, insert foot. But I'll tell you what, we had a I had a great time visiting with those guys at convention, and then they came on the podcast, and they were as much fun recording as they were in person i mean they it was it was a lot of fun they absolutely were man episode 38 go back and listen to it uh yeah they were fun they were uh they were a good time and turns out uh he actually only lives all of them only live like an hour and a half from me and really? so since then uh, maybe even an hour and so since then um we've texted back and forth and uh i've got a little 3d range in my backyard and i'm like you guys need to come over and just hang out like you're the kind of dude that you both <laughs> cool. Oh, uh, yeah. Those are the kind of guys you want to you grab a beer or whatever. They're just fun. Yeah. It was just awesome. Yeah, no, they're, so. they're fun guys. Episode 38. Um, one of my favorite guests, uh, you know, there's Jason. What, what's hard for me is when you look at the, the, the list of guests we've had, and I think me and you, I think we made a mistake because we come out of the gate with some of the biggest names you could ever think of in bow hunting. Bam. Yeah. And, uh, with world record, like, world record. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, maybe I told you this. I'm like, maybe we should have saved those for when we built a little more of a following. 
Um, yeah. so I think it's time we loop back and start, uh, having those guys on again, because, you know, people like Tom Miranda, I mean, guys that I looked up to my entire life, uh, he's been and, there, done that. Yeah. Tom and Nelson. a huge, yeah. Tom Nelson, there's not a nicer guy. And, oh. you know, Tom Miranda who does, I mean, both of those guys, not only are huge bow hunters, but very big club supporters, you know, Tom yeah. Nelson, you know, started our hunt program at Pope and young, you know, for our auctions and raffles, Tom Miranda did, um, you know, that awards dinner Saturday night this year, I've been to awards dinners 30 years. That was as professional of a presentation that he did for us that I've seen. Oh, and he amazing. did it all. I mean, just huge club supporters and not to mention just world-class bow hunters. So, yeah. yeah I, mean, those... I, I, I look back at this list and I'm like, dude, there's, there's people that I grew up reading and idolizing and, you know, I mean, you're, you're Chuck Adams and you're Jack Frost and you're, you know, I was a little boy reading stories and my dad talking about these guys. And, and now here I am on a podcast with them. And then, you know, yeah. then of course you got guys that I look up to now and like they're that I like now. I mean, you know, we'll get into our Remy Warrens and John Dudley's and Jay Scott's and, and guys that I, I currently like, you know, I, I enjoy watching and, and learning from, but I mean, just a crazy guest list, man, for, for one year. Oh, in. I, I know. And it's like, you look at it and, and it's like, okay, how do you pick a highlight? And and you, it's impossible. And you look at, you know, you talk about coming full circle with some of this. First episode was Alan Bullen and his son. What were we talking World about? World record. World record sick and blacktail. You know what Eddie episode 51 was? Like a, what's crazy, before we get into the, 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 that's, what's crazy is we launched this podcast and it wasn't like, let's talk to Alan Bowen, who broke the world record a year and a half ago. It was like two weeks ago, he broke this world record. Let's have him on yeah. to talk about it. Like, yeah. how do you, how do you, and we didn't even plan the launch around that. It was like, let's launch a podcast. Oh, Alan Bowen just broke a world record. Let's have him on. And then yeah. episode 51, it's about that one year later. Chuck that, Adams that breaks the record. Chuck Adams. Yeah. And then we had them both on, which yeah. was just. Yeah, that was, and you know what? You talk about just just stellar guys. You know, Chuck Adams is just one of those guys who here's he's been there, done it. I mean, he's done more stuff bow hunting. Uh, it's just incredible. Six world records now to his name, uh, and and he is so humble. I mean, I sent him a text after that, just saying, "Hey, thanks for coming on the podcast." And and for those of you who don't know, he actually postponed announcing his new world record just to coincide with our podcast. And so he and yeah. he he pushed that back several. Man, if I ever shot a world record, I'd be like, "No, I want people to know today, <laughs> yeah. right now." And he pushed it back just for us. Before, you're calling oh, people yeah. before you're off the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> And so, you know, not, and, and so I sent him a text. I say, Hey, thanks for doing that. And really appreciate you letting us, you know, push it back a few days to, to coordinate with the podcast. And you know what? He sends me a text. He says, Hey, thanks for making me look good. I'm like, the guy's got six world records. There's nothing I can I do to make do anything it. For you. Oh, it's no, just such I've a professional, met, man. You know, uh, I, I have a lot of people ask me like, who's the best people you ever talked to? Like, who's the nicest? And oh. I'm like, you know, I've, I've not inside the Pope and Young organization. I've not met anybody who let me down. Um, but Chuck Adams has to be up there at the top. 
Uh, you know, I told him one time, the first time I ever talked to him, the first time I ever talked to him, uh, I just told him how big of a fan my dad was. I'm like, Chuck, listen, yeah. I've never gotten starstruck. Like, I've, this don't happen to me. I said, but but you're the guy that I grew up, I mean, my dad raving about. Like, you're, you oh, were yeah. the man in my house. And so we talked and we got off the phone. And later that day, I got an email saying, what's your dad's mailing address? And I'm like, why? What's up? And and he signed one of his books and sent it to my dad. And that's I was so like, cool. dude, you can't like you can't beat that. Like that's the kind of guy that no. I mean <laughs> Oh yeah, he's great, man. Yeah, no, he was and it's and and he's fantastic. But then you look at at a list of all the other guys, you know, like uh, Jack Frost, you know, Jack was one of the he was one of the pioneers, you know, he's out there doing it. He made it happen yeah. when, when other people hadn't done it. And so, you know, I look at it now and, and imagine being in his shoes. Cause I look at it and I'm like, can you imagine getting all 29 species with a bow? I mean, yeah. how do you fathom that? And I say that knowing full well that people have done it. I mean, not very many people, but people have done it. Imagine being Jack when nobody done it and how, how, I mean, what kind of, what kind of guy has the fortitude to say, you know what? I can do that. And I can do it with a bow. That's just now I am uh, here, man. You want, you want to talk about getting foot in, you want to talk about getting foot in mouth. Um, I had read about Jack my entire life, you know, articles on first to do it and first to, and, and I mean, magazine articles and write-ups and, and all of these things, and uh, <laughs> I don't even remember who it was with me at convention, but I walk up back, and I'm like, I don't think I've met you yet. My name's Dylan Ray. What's your name? And whoever it was just leaned up next to me and said, Jack Frost, bro. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, crap. Um, you know, it's one of those things, like, I've read about yeah. you my entire life, but I don't, I've never just put a name to that face. Right. And, I, and, and in that moment, I'm just like, uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> my, well, my name is you know, my name is Jason Roundsville. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's one of those things where you just you know you're at convention and, and you're walking up and talking to a guy you don't expect him to be a legend, but he is. Oh my gosh! So, oh my gosh! Convention was insane because we're walking around and I'm like, and and we had had the pleasure of having these people on the podcast, so I had a somewhat of a relationship I'm like oh my gosh Chrissy there's Tom Miranda there's Tom Nelson there's there's Harv Ebers there's I mean Jack Frost there's Michael Waddell there's Remy Warren there's and I'm like yeah this is insane yeah how do you have all your bow hunting heroes right here in one place yeah yeah it was kind of neat because I was uh I was actually at at my folks place at the coast and it was raining it like crazy so we we're just inside watching tv and happened to be the outdoor channel on. And, and for like 45 minutes of this uh, kind of, I don't know what you call it, where there's like a bunch of different people on a, on an episode, for 45 minutes, literally everybody on this bow hunting TV was somebody who was either coming to convention or we just had on the podcast. It was like Michael Waddell. It was Nick Munt. It was like uh, Tom Tom Nelson was on. It was like all these guys just popped up. And I'm like, I'm sitting there with my dad like, oh, yeah, we just had him on the podcast. Oh, yeah, he's going to be a speaker at convention. It was so cool, you know. 
So yeah, a now, small I, uh, small town guy just loves to hunt. All of a sudden, he's he's seeing all these talking all these people on TV. It's pretty neat. My uh my wh- the story that I have from convention that that and tells a lot of these guys. So it was real smoky. There's fires, wildfires going all around, and it messed me up bad. Like I got like four nosebleeds at convention, and uh, <clears throat> we were at a a dinner, and I got a nosebleed. And so I go to the bathroom. My nose is pouring blood into the sink. Well, in walks uh, Brandon Waddell, great partner of ours from Mountain Archery Fest. Oh, yeah. So he's talking to me. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. You know, it's just dried dried out allergies, you know, whatever. And uh, he says, all right, yeah, yeah, man, no problem. Well, then walks Remy Warren, and I'm like, well, crap. And he's like, you all right, man? And I'm like, yeah. You know, just just a nosebleed, and he's trying to tell me all this. You know, try this, try that, and I'm like, yeah, thanks, man. You know, whatever. He walks off, and then I'm like, well, this can't get any worse. I swear, Michael Waddell walks in the door. I'm like, <laughs> you gotta be freaking kidding me. <laughs> and you know, Michael, he's got all them Booker Bottom boys like oh, back yeah. home story. Like, hey, flick your nose this way and turn your eyes that way, and it'll stop bleeding. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'll try it. You know, whatever. So he walks out and uh, I'm like, this cannot like, I don't think there's anybody else here that can top this. And before my nose quit bleeding, Alan Bolin walks in and I'm like, great. Andrew McKean walks in, editor for Outdoor <laughs> Life. I'm like, great. And literally in that like 10 minute time frame, apparently all the big names at convention had to go pee. Yeah. And so they're all yeah. walking in, looking at me like you. One guy, I don't remember who it was. I think it was either Michael uh, or Remy. One guy, because it was like our ball, like our, our big dinner, so right. I had a tie on. They literally didn't say a word. They just walked up behind me and flipped my tie over my shoulder so I didn't bleed on it. <laughs> and I'm like, you got it. You couldn't make this up. No, no. That's You know what? There's, from convention, you bring up Michael Waddell. Who, man, he was our keynote speaker. <laughs> he did a great job for us. But I, I swear, man, I think my highlight, one of my, I have a lot of highlights at convention. It was a great time. And it's going to be even better in 23 when we're back in Reno. But one of the things is it was, was it after Friday night? It was after Friday night. Yeah. And so everybody's cleaning up. They're, they're taking plates off and they're breaking down the tables and we're just standing around. I mean, there's just beautiful animal displays everywhere to look at. And everybody's just standing around talking and we find a phone, a cell phone on this table. <laughs> so, I mean, I jump up on stage because I'm like, well, I, you know, I've, I've been up there all night. I better, I'd jump up and make sure uh, I make yeah. an announcement so people know. And they'd already taken the microphone. So I couldn't really announce it. I didn't want to yell across the room. So anyway, you know, you do the next most responsible thing with the cell phone you just found on the table. You make, you check and see if it's unlocked. You start taking selfies. <laughs> And so we literally, we go up there and, and, you know, they were all very tasteful, but we took a couple of uh, cool shots and then we got one, a group of us with Michael Waddell in it. And I'm like, man, how cool is this going to be? Somebody's going to get their cell phone back tomorrow and they're going to have a selfie with Michael Waddell on their phone. And so anyway, we're, we're joking around about it. We're kind of having fun. I'm like, man, who leaves their phone unlocked anyway? And Michael's like, hey, let me see that. 
it was his phone. <laughs> and he just took him a minute to catch up. He's like, I was wondering who had a beat up old phone like that. And so it was kind of funny because we thought we were going to make somebody's day having a selfie of Michael Waddell on there. And it, and it was his phone. So he, he did actually right, text Jason. me that picture. Did he? He did. Yeah, I have it. I, that was too cool. I, I may have had to ask for it, but yeah, he sent it over to me. Before we move on, and I have not talked to you about this yet, so I'm sorry. Um, what do you want to let's do a one year podcast giveaway? I'm putting you on the spot right. here. I'm uh, putting you on the spot. Okay. 100% on the spot, ladies and gentlemen. What do you want to give away, Jason? What are you thinking? Oh, I don't know, man. We got a lot of cool stuff. We got a lot of cool you know, stuff. What about, uh, I don't know. Let's come back to that. We got it. We, how about that? We got a cryptic bow case. Yeah. What are do. you thinking? I'm how about, thinking you know what? But, how about I'm a Garmin a cryptic watch? Bow case. I'm thinking a cryptic bow case with a Garmin watch shoved inside of it, along with some of our Pope and Young swag. Let's deck them out. Let's do it. That'd do it. All right. You want to do that? Over, what do you have to do for to, it? Head over to our social media, um, and we will. Uh, that's where you'll see the giveaway posted on how to enter to win that giveaway. Um, but heck, why not, man? We've made it one year. And uh, Jason, our last episode with Alan Bowen and Chuck Adams broke 2,000 downloads uh, in the first week, um, which for a new podcast, hey, we're happy with that. Um, so. Let's celebrate it, man. Let's give back to let's, them and uh, let's hook them up big. All right. I mean that that's a pretty good hookup. Let's do it. I'm, all right. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking. Uh, we do a, a podcast giveaway every year, and uh, yeah, we'll just start it off. I put you completely right. on the spot. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. I did it. Hey, um, you know what? That, thanks all of our corporate partners for for having some gear in our coffers that we can do that with. And those Garmin watches are nice. Yes, so, they are. Speaking of speaking of corporate partners, um, we've had some corporate partners on along the way, and they make some of the some of the best guests. Um, we've had Chris Paris and Ryan Schutz from Bear Archery. Um, that was yep. a fun episode. We did one with Chris at convention. That was fun. Uh, yeah. We did one with Michael Waddell from Mountain Archery Fest. Uh, speaking of realist guys, I mean, you can't get more genuine than Brandon Waddell. Yeah. Brandon is just one of those guys, you know, every, a, a lot of people talk about it and, and Brandon, man, you see him calling, you're like, okay, let's see, do I have 45 minutes yeah. for a phone call? <laughs> yeah, an hour. And it's, and you know, that's not a dig, but this guy is so infectious, man. He's like, he's got that energy that's contagious and you just, you want to talk to him and he's, he's always got ideas. And so a lot of people talk about it while they're talking, man, Brandon just, does it he's like okay here's what we're doing you know and if you want a great time go shoot the mountain archery festival and shoot the pope and young course you can go shoot 29 world record targets and and not just close these are like world record quality animals and it is so amazing to see i've got to see them in person and it is legitimate so you shot the course yet i shot shot part of it i shot part of it yeah, I actually shot it with some this year. Yeah, I shot it actually with some of the Baku guys. We had a great time. I did know that. So, um, which yeah. I'm most excited, man. I'm 
it, I don't know if we're allowed to drop this knowledge yet. If not, sorry, Brandon. Um, but there's one in Branson, Missouri this year. That's that's just Bam. a hop, skip, and a jump away from me. Um, so I'm gonna pack my bow over there and I'm gonna shoot that course. Very um, cool. But I remember first time I ever met Brandon, we roll up to uh, Mountain Archery Fest and it was like 9 p.m. probably close to it. And uh, you get out of the car and you give Brandon a hug and he gives Heather a hug. And, and of course you guys had had this relationship with him. You knew him well. And he comes around to my side of the car and buddy, he grabs me and he hugs me. So stinking hard. And he says, nice to meet you, man. Welcome to Pope and young dude. Welcome to Mountain Archery Fest. You know, he's all fired up and I'm just yeah. like, this is, he's the real deal. And he says, man, you guys got here late. You guys ain't even had dinner yet. Have you, man? He said, well, head down to my cabin uh, right. where it was head down to my cabin. And uh, you guys just go on in. Mama's got spaghetti made and salads and bread. And oh, yeah. at nine o'clock, he hookup. opened up his house. He opened up his yeah. house for us. And because yeah. uh, there and wasn't then, any other food yeah. on the mountain at nine o'clock. Yeah. And then you hear him at the Pope and Young Pike night talking about Pope and Young and how bow hunting saved his life. And dude was literally crying. And uh, and again, that's not a dig on him at all. But I was like, this guy's passionate. And this oh, guy yeah. is serious about what he does. And uh, I, I just knew right then and there, there's not there's not any more real guys than than this guy here. Yeah. Well, and you never know who you're going to bump into because that's, um, gosh, the last two years, we've bumped into Steve Felix, you know, world record <laughs> elk holder up on the mountain at the mountain archery fest. I mean, it's you just never know who yeah. you're going to run into there. So, and, it, and it, I asked him, I said, hey, how was it shooting your elk again? He said it was better the first time. <laughs> I bet it was. He said it was awesome, but it was better the first time. So that me, was uh, that that was fun. Yeah. We uh we've also had Chris Ham from HHA. They've been a court oh, partner yeah. for a long time. Um let's see, who else have we had? We've had uh John and Terry from Faradine. We've oh, had yeah. Brian well, Martin we, from Baku. Talk yeah, about our Baku event. We kind of had Terry from Faradine. She she wouldn't get on camera. <laughs> yeah, she, she was, was hiding behind the camera. Yeah, on with her voice, but off with her face. It, uh, yeah, we're we're going to make a point of getting her on camera to this podcast one of these days. I think. Let's do it. So, yeah, Baku, um, you know, they came on as a corporate partner this summer. And, man, you talk about cannonball into the deep end. These guys came in, hooked us up with some bikes. Um and now all of a sudden we're looking at doing a regional Pope and Young event in Utah at the Baku Center. Uh, looks like we're shooting for May 14. So we're going to have some of our, our corporate partners and some local vendors there to do some, you know, try before, before you buy stuff, shooting lanes. And then we're going to have a, a full on, you know, barbecue dinner. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. A lot of fun. Talk bow hunting. I uh, I got a video today, and I haven't even sent it to you yet. I got a video today of Dallas Smith, um, there at the at the Baku headquarters, and he's giving me like a a tour, a, you know, just a show around of the place. Yeah, incredible facilities. Incredible. Oh yeah, you're looking. Cannot they, wait to see it. They scan that back wall, and it's just giant elk across the back, and they've got a pro shop in there to get your bows tuned up and worked on, and mezzanines to sit and watch people shoot. I'm like, this is awesome, dude. It's going to be a cool event. Yeah. 
yeah, no, I'm excited about that. And once again, Baku's stepping up to to help us out, and you know Hoyt will be there, Easton. So excited to have some of our partners at that one. And you know, the other yeah. thing is, you you talk about guys with energy. You talk about Brandon Waddell. You know, the other uh, another guy that's like that. He's just out making it happen. Is Robbie Kroger. You know, with yeah. blood origins, and oh, yeah. you know, here's a guy. When you meet him, you know, South African, really well-spoken, and he starts talking about these concepts that are 100% relevant and 100% exactly what needs to be talked about. But it's, it's the big stuff that you just are almost afraid to tackle. And he goes and does it. I mean, he's talking, and his audience isn't, you know, he's not just talking to bow hunters. He's not just talking to hunters. He's talking to everyone out there about things that affect hunting and how our perception of hunting is. And it's, I mean, it expanded. Here I am just, you know, Jay Redneck. And I mean, it expands the way you think about things because these are conversations we need to have and we need to have intelligently. And he's putting them together and he's showing people why it's important to hunt, what hunting means to non-hunters and even to anti-hunters. He's the only guy I've ever heard talk about hunting that made me rethink hunting. Like, yeah, that made, that made me stop and think about, yeah, I, I am a hunter. Like, you know, we always think like, oh yeah, I'm a hunter. I'm a bow hunter. I like to, to, to kill animals and eat them. And, but then he, he talks about it and it like, it makes you rethink why you're a hunter, not in a bad way, but in like that, yeah. how'd you do that type of way? Like, how did you break me yeah. down as a hunter like that? Like incredibly well-spoken, incredibly. Yeah. And, and I, I think I've built enough of a relationship with Brandon to say this. Um, but you said like Brandon, then you said Robbie Co Kroger and I almost said, but way better spoken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause he is a lot like Brandon. But yeah, just the 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 way the guy talks and 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 articulates hunting, you're like, wow, wow. Yeah. And it's yeah, no, it was that was a lot of fun. And uh, you know when we had uh, Ben Solaris on from down under from Australia, that was yeah. I mean here's a guy who's out there shooting world record animals, and you know he's he's got a a Pope and Young like organization that he runs in in uh, that he's part of down in Australia and this guy man he's he's getting out there and doing it he's going all over the world and we need to make sure we get an invite to him for Reno because I know this last time didn't work but he we need to make sure we reach back out to him and get him to Reno that'd be fun his so. uh I'll tell you when when I I looked back and I thought I'm glad I had him on he commented on one of my posts on Facebook and and uh said good day mate and i'm like oh yeah yeah, yeah you're coming yeah. back on like yeah <laughs> that, that that made my day right there that's that's uh now we've, we've had a lot of good guests and it's uh i got i i got one of them this i think this is before you were on it's definitely before the podcast started was uh when we did our our auction well, it's when Virginia got canceled and we did our, yeah. our, our, our live auction. John Bear came in and, and did a great job for us. And Jana Waller was there. And, and, you know, when you have somebody like Jana, 
you try to get her on, you know, on, on your side and, and on camera if you can. And so we're like, Hey, we've got to do this drawing for this, this big hunt. I think it was Yukon moose hunt. I can't remember which one it was. We've, we've done a bunch. And so a buddy of mine, so she did the drawing for us on, on Facebook live. And so the next day, my buddy rock, he's like, Hey, he said, I got good news. and I got bad news. I said, okay, what I'll, I'll take the, the bad news. What is it? He says, you know, uh, yesterday when you did that drawing, he said, he said, you put your cell phone number out for the entire world. And I was <laughs> like, okay, that's probably not, it probably wasn't the plan. You know, we're rolling with it. We're, you know, go with it. And, and I said, well, what's the good news? And he says, Jana Waller gave your cell phone number out over the internet. And I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> It was yeah. when she was on, we talked to her about that. And I think she got a giggle out of it because I don't think I'd told her that story yet. So now Jason, here's here's the question that that I'm anxious to to get to. And this is what has defined our podcast, I believe, up to this point. We asked every guest, what's one thing you take on a hunt that's maybe non-traditional? So I want to start with hearing some of your favorites. But I also want to ask you, because I actually have, I want to ask you if you've implemented anything you've heard, um, if you've taken what our guests have said and actually used it as well. Uh, because there's been two things where I did, and it, and I was like, you're a genius. Um, so what's been some of your favorite answers? You know, I'm going back, I think it was episode number two, Justin Gordon, who had just shot that mammoth of a mule deer. I mean, this thing is just massive. And we had him on and he's like on those backcountry hunts. You know what I take? He says, I take one package of bacon of the dehydrated bacon. And I'm like, I don't know where that's not a good answer. So I, I know yeah. it was from episode number two, but you know, Justin, if, if you're listening, um, your bacon is the standard by which I hold all other answers up to. So that I have to go with that one. Um, we've had a bunch of good ones, but that one still stands out for me. How about you? You know, I need to go back and like, just, just go back and fast forward to all the answers so I can find them all. Uh, we need to create back, a list. Yeah. Well, I look yeah. back on that list and I'm like, you know, I, I remember what a lot of them said. But there's just a couple where I'm like, what did you say? Um, my favorite, all-time favorite is Nick Munt and Uncrustables. Uh, reason being is because I, too, share a love for Uncrustables. Um, but he's opened my eyes to to even bigger. Um, it's, I'm Dylan, going to go so far as to say I don't think that was just an answer. I think that started a saga of it did yeah, yeah yes yeah. I, I that was more of a of a of a life-changing episode than just an answer so please continue i i, I really want to come up with a shirt and i don't know if i can get you on board with pope and young selling it but i wanted to just say uncrustables the official tree stand snack of north american bow hunting um we need uh, to wear get them on board Let's get them on board. Yeah. We might be able to get them. I, I still think, man, we need Uncrustables, 
and we we need Diet Dew. There's no reason Diet. diet I mean, we got do. Black Rifle Coffee. We got to get Diet Dew. So, um, the two things that I've implemented. I told you yes. I've implemented two things. Remy Warren said Black Industrial Trash Bags. Shout I out have to Remy. done that. Yes. Shout out to Remy Warren. Threw one in my backpack. I'm like, if Remy Warren does it, I'm stinking doing it. Yeah. So I put a black industrial trash bag in my backpack and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, am I ever going to use that? Because Remy's much more backcountry and solo um, right. than I am. So he's like more than a hundred yards from the yeah. truck. Yeah. Yeah. But I did, I shot a doe in Arkansas and I, I was, I was in the process of, of breaking it down and I'm like, wait a minute, dad. I was with my dad. Like we could have easily just throw like there's a lot of things we could have done. But I was like, Dad, I've got a I've got this black trash bag in my in my backpack. Grab it out of there. And so he cuts it out and lays it out flat. And as I quartered that deer out, I could just lay it out on that black trash bag. And I was like stinking Remy Warren. Like, yeah, you're the man. And then also just a couple episodes ago, Tom Clum said a lighter. Um, so he could check the wind direction. Um as he's hunting and uh and so somebody called me and they, they had listened to that episode and they're like dude that's actually really smart and i was like it is um and so i've i've thrown a lighter in the side pocket of my my binocular harness uh, for that purpose of checking wind yeah that's good well those are good ones i actually um i i i've taken the the contractor bags um for a while, but I actually used one this year. I got stuck there at a herd of elk all around a, a ground blind I was in, and I didn't want to break. I didn't want to bust the herd of elk out just just to get back to camp. So I actually crashed the night in the ground blind, so I didn't bust them out. And man, I was glad to have it. I wish I'd had a hundred of them because it was chilly. But uh, I, I I was not quite ready for for how cold it got that night, but it worked. Um, so, I wanted to know yeah, I, one more guest that that meant a lot to me, um, just because of the role that he played in my traditional journey, and and that's Harvey Ebers. Um, which oh, yeah. again, I mean, looking back at the history of Pope and Young, just a legend um, for for making Pope and Young, helping to make what, it what it is. He's one not only helped to make it what it is, he helped to start it. He's one of the yeah, founding members. Founding members, yeah. Uh, yeah. but, but Harv, I drove to his house and spent a whole day there and, and, uh, he really was the one that, that, that taught me how to shoot a recurve. Uh, I had yeah. other guys that, that obviously, uh, have, have helped along the way, Jim Willems and Tom Clum, but, um, Harv was that first guy that put hands on practice on, on teaching me to shoot a recurve. And so that, you know, that was, that was cool to, to have yeah. somebody who not only played, such a huge role in Pope and Young, but but in my journey to shooting a recurve. You know who's got good Harveyer stories is TJ Taviji from Bear Track. We <laughs> had him on, and he's like, Oh man, he had all I, I actually hunted with TJ uh, yeah. for antelope this year. Had a had a great hunt and uh it was a lot of fun. We're actually looking to put together so here, here's a little news flash or an alert keep your eyes out tj is actually going to do a week for just pope and young folks at his camp in 23 we tried to put it together next year for 22 couldn't do it so 23 he's saving us a week 
and it's going to be either either buy him or win him from Pope and Young to get invited to Pope and Young Week at Bear Track. It's going to be awesome. He's over in Buffalo, Wyoming. Got some, That'd be sweet. A lot of antelope over there. So That'd be sweet. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I, I, I've got to either buy. Yeah, I ain't going to win one, so I got to buy one of the spots because that's going to be too much fun to miss. <laughs> Yeah, we we don't we don't win anything. No, no, we're not those. Uh, well, although I feel like we won, you know, with the Uncrustables, I don't know how you lose, and yeah, that's oh, yeah, I, I, that was new to me. But now I, I feel what the, enlightened. I about kicked my my son. I about kicked him out of the house. I show up. To, he's a stinking three year old. What kind of three year old doesn't like peanut butter and jelly? And uh, I was hunting last week in Oklahoma, and I come home with my cooler, and, uh, you know, I had just thrown all my leftover food back in my cooler, and <clears throat> there was five or six leftover Uncrustables. And so I'm like, oh, son, here you go, buddy. You get one. And uh, he took a bite of it, and he's just like, no, thanks. And I'm like, what? Now. Was it an Uncrustable or was it a knockoff brand? Because there oh, is a massive difference. I learned my lesson there. Uh, okay. It was an Uncrustable. Okay. I just don't think he got all the way to the peanut butter and jelly. I think he just got white bread, like the, the edge where it's just bread. Uh, yeah, but there's still no crust. Yeah. I, I almost kicked him in the head. I was almost like, I, dude, are you serious? Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to do that. You're probably not supposed to say that on the on the podcast either. Well, um, you, uh, but you didn't kick him in the head. You just almost I did. kicked no, him in I the head. No, I thought about it. Yeah. yeah thought people okay. thought about it a lot worse. So that is, that's <laughs> a fact. So, well, um, yeah, go ahead. I, that's, uh, no, it's, it's, it's too many fun guests and I, I look at it and, and we could probably spend three hours just recapping some of the stories. But it's been an amazing journey. It's been an absolute, you know, enjoyable year to be able to do this. And, man, I can't wait to see what the next year brings. I just – and, I, and it, it's making a difference. You know, I have some friends that I talk to. You know, I got uh, a, a good buddy of mine that, that I've been hunting with for years, um, you know, ducks and geese and, and – uh, and Rocky. And, and so all of a sudden he started listening to this podcast and, and next thing you know, his, his son Brock, he bought both of them bows. And now all of a sudden they're bow hunters, man. And kind of one of his first introductions to archery was this podcast. So that's awesome. That's kind of a neat story. So, you know, Rocky, if you're listening, shout out, uh, thanks for keeping us rolling and, and welcome to the bow hunting community. So, you know, when we, when we were talking about this episode, you said, Dylan, we got to find a big guest. We need a big guest for one year. And I looked back and I'm like, Jason, I don't know if you know this, but (laughs) all a bunch of big guests. I'm like, all of our big guests have been one year, like cap offs. Like, yeah, you look through there. Any one of these could have played a one year, like big name guests. Yeah. Um, I mean, Alan Boland. Right. Uh, Luke Brewster, Jay biggest Scott, ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look at this and I'm like, Jason, you can't go much bigger than this. I mean, no. Fred Barrett's dead and gone. He's about the only one that can cap these off. Yeah. Um, and so 
we decided to do a recap episode, um, which I'm glad we did. Uh, yeah. because man, in this next year, I think we have 52, uh, big more guests lined up, ready to rock and roll. Um, but you know, I just don't think we could have picked one that was any more deserving than, than a, a stacked list. I know. Yeah. You're still talking about Dr. Warren Strickland's, you know, man cave and oh all the- my God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, how did we almost miss that? I almost missed I it. Go back to episode 46, one of our most listened to episodes. Dr. Warren Strickland is a stud of a human being, a stud of a hunter. But he gave us this quick little rundown tour of his shop barn man cave. Yeah. Like 300 recurves hanging on the wall. I mean, there had to have been uh, hundreds, hundreds of animals hanging in there. It was incredible. I mean, one of the coolest man caves I've ever seen. It gave me true inspiration. Yeah. No, that was that was neat to see. And it's just just one of of many, you know, episodes and moments that you're just, you know, proud to be part of it. So Yeah. And um, that's that just goes to prove. I mean, how can you possibly almost miss talking to Warren Strickland? Um, I mean, there's just there's so many guests tucked in there. Yeah, Gene. Uh, which, if you haven't seen James Gene's trick shots, I don't know. You've been living under a rock, but um, I mean, just some huge guests, man. Yeah. How How about you know, my my uh, girl from home state of Oregon, Christy Titus, came on, and yep. uh, that was fun. How about Dave, the Dave the Thomas engagement couple? Planets? Yes. So, and then we had the. The couple on who included Pope and Young in their engagement video. Yes. We were, yeah, we were so, you know, I think uh, enamored by that, that they would include Pope and Young in their engagement video that we, we sent them some swag and uh, invited them on the podcast and had a lot of fun. That that was pretty great. I think Yeah, that was we fun. got a couple, uh, I think she's going to be a future bow hunter. Yeah. Uh, I saw he killed his first deer with a bow. Oh, uh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Um, that is cool. I that... don't remember what state it was in. I know he talked about traveling. I don't remember what state it is. But yeah, I saw him post uh, that he had shot his first first deer with a bow. That's great. I know he lives in Florida, but I know he travels. They've they've hunt a ranch somewhere. I can't remember what state it was in. But yeah, it's it's been a great year and. You know, I'm just so excited for uh, for the next 52 episodes. And uh, Dylan, I want to thank you for for all you do to make it happen, man. You're you're setting these folks up, and I know it can be a scheduling nightmare between them and you and me, and and then changing schedules and weather events and broken down trucks. And um, we heck, we had one guy do a. Uh, he did the podcast from his truck outside the sporting goods store. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Thomas. He's a fun yeah. guy. He's yeah. A fun guy. That was sure. fun. So yeah. Anyway, great job, man. Um, if you're listening, thank you very much for allowing us to do this. We have a lot of fun with it. We try to make it, you know, in, informational and, and fun and enjoyable and, uh, and we appreciate you listening. Couldn't do it without you. And uh, Dylan, here's to another 52, man. 
Yeah, you guys better buckle up because we're just going to do it bigger and better. Oh, yeah. It's like a roller coaster. Here we go. So, anyway, everybody, this is Jason and Dylan signing off for the one-year anniversary of the Pope and Young podcast. Uh, appreciate you joining us for the ride. And uh, here's to here's looking out 